Welcome to Real Success, the podcast for entrepreneurs wanting more. I'm Rob Christie. Executive and life coach Brent Hady will take you on a journey exploring the key pillars of real success, ultimately leading to your best life. Stay connected and experience the success that really matters in business and life. And now, here's Brent with today's episode. Our health has come under the microscope in so many ways this past year with COVID-19. It has gently reminded us how much our health is a foundation, a very important foundation at that for everything we do and hope to do. I love the quote that says, without great health, nothing else matters. Bam! Kind of a mic drop statement, isn't it? It has a great connection to the fourth pillar of my seven pillars of real success, vitality. It can add life to your years. But are you currently taking steps to invite or prevent disease? Tough discussion, isn't it? Most entrepreneurs who are caught up in the old traditional business success model are actively welcoming disease. That's right, welcoming it. The old traditional business success model sounds something like this. Work longer, work harder. That will lead to success, meaning financial success, and then you can have a life. So while you're waiting to have a life, health takes hit after hit, energy declines, you get sick more often, your productivity at work suffers, and maybe even your bottom line too. You've got nothing left for yourself or your loved ones when you finally do step away from your work. Vitality is not part of the mix and it certainly doesn't feel like you're experiencing anything close to your best life. Embracing vitality and an active healthy lifestyle while preventing disease and all the spin-off side effects it goes a long way towards living your best life at work and at home sooner than later. It'll go a long way to making sure that there is a later too, but that's next episode's story. You know, living an active, healthy lifestyle was always something that was natural to me. Not always easy, but natural part of who I am and how I live. Thanks to my parents and my upbringing, it's a part of my mindset. I grew up really enjoying that part of my life. In my school years, my parents were pretty strict about a relatively early but consistent bedtime. Of course, as kids, my sisters and I whined about it as most kids do, but it got me into the habit of sleep consistency. I was active, and my parents always supported my sisters and myself being active. Whether that was outdoors, playing in the neighborhood every day after school and all weekend long, or being involved in organized activities, we were really on the go. My older sister and I played ball in the summer, while my youngest sisters were involved in dance all year long. In the winter, I played hockey and my sisters figure skated. We all swam. That was mum's rule. We swam until we were strong and competent enough to be safe when we were camping at the lake. I embraced and loved those things and trying new sports and activities too. It set me up for the active lifestyle that I continue with today. Food. What kid doesn't like candy? I was no different. We had a place conveniently on the way to school called the Rich Variety Store. And Mr. Rich had the best candy selection you can imagine. If you go to Banff or Canmore today, you'll find a store similar to that store that I spent too much time in as a kid. Now my mother didn't try to eliminate sugar from our diet. I think she understood the battle that it would be. No, instead, she focused on balancing healthy choices with what we ate at home 
and helping us understand that sweets, treats, and snacks were occasional things that we can enjoy as a part of an overall healthy eating lifestyle. Once again, I embraced this idea. Mom used to tell a story about a visit to the doctor for a regular checkup where she mentioned that she was a bit worried about me and, and my eating and my health. And the doctor asked what I love to eat. And I responded enthusiastically, apples and peanut butter sandwiches. I guess he just smiled and said, hey, nothing to worry about here. Now, I didn't get sick much as a kid. I was pretty healthy and I always had tons of energy. But a funny thing happens when you venture out onto your own into the world. You find out in a real hurry what sticks and what doesn't. I didn't have my parents' influence as much anymore, and all of the world's demands, ideas, expectations, and other stressors all had the volume turned up, way up. My first hit was sleep. It became, and it still is, my biggest challenge with respect to health. I used to be a good sleeper, but I've always been a pretty light sleeper. Then I inherited a cat, Bailey. I loved Bailey, but cats are not the best for allowing one to sleep consistently all night long. Then thinking it would be good for Bailey to have a friend when I was not at home, I got Mickey. Double the wake-up calls in the middle of the night. But they were both a huge comfort to me when I was going through a pretty dark time in my life and I wouldn't have traded them for anything. But my sleep suffered. This was a time when I was struggling to grow a business and it was up and down like a roller coaster. I was working long hours, heavily influenced by the message of the old traditional business success model. Work longer, work harder, it's what they said, right? That's the path to financial success. Once you achieve financial success, then you can have a life. First, it was reinforced from everywhere else, but soon my own inner voice repeated it over and over. My mindset towards vitality and an active, healthy lifestyle was being overpowered by a rationalization of work now, regain health later. Stress, overwork, and burnout because of that mindset shift. And depression, guilt, anger, and frustration at the events of those years, it was the perfect mix to completely disrupt my sleep patterns and impact my health in many other ways. I kept being active during those years, but as work demands rose, activity tended to decline. I also ate fairly well, but just like exercise, as time was crunched and money was tight, the quality of food I ate declined. It was a wake-up call from a friend of mine who knew the younger me and knew the current me was not the me I wanted to be. And it was another wake-up call, the birth of my daughter, that further shook me into the need for change. I wanted to be able to be as active as I could as my daughter grew up. I wanted to participate along with her and be a role model as my parents had been for me. I needed energy to be more productive at work and to have more than enough left over at the end of the day. I needed my back not to ache from sitting all day. I wanted to play ball again and enjoy some of the activities that I still love to do. And so I began to shift my habits, my patterns, my choices, and my priorities. I made vitality important once again. I tied it to my deepest whys, and that gave it traction to take hold and motivate me into consistent action in a way that I felt necessary. It's been fun as my daughter has been growing up to not be limited in the activities we do. As a family, my wife, daughter, and I have skied, we've ran, mountain climbed, snorkeled, swam, even snowshoed, cycled, 
rock climbed, surfed, we've gone zip lining, and even gone dog sledding, just to name a few. Experiencing and enjoying these moments with my family is the essence of vitality, adding life to my years. I used to plan to learn a new activity each year. Now I'm introducing my daughter to new activities as I re-embrace them. This winter, she tried snowboarding for the first time and is loving it. She's getting pretty good too. I just might have to give it a go myself. It's been a long time. It's also been rewarding to me to have a positive influence on her and our family as a whole to embrace healthier eating while also being okay to enjoy the treats now and then, understanding how they best fit into a healthy lifestyle. And finally, sleep. Ah yes, my old challenge, sleep. While it's still a challenge to me, I have made significant strides in sleeping much better. I keep at it. I don't beat myself up when any aspect of my healthy lifestyle slips. I do acknowledge when I take good, positive steps forward and I sure do notice the benefits. I can do more. I don't feel the aches and pains as much. And I don't get sick that often. I've got more energy. I focus better, think clearer, and actually get more done when I'm regularly active. Day by day, I support my family and they support me. Together, we embrace vitality and all it brings to our daily work and the lives we love to live. We love how it adds life to our years. Thanks for listening. I hope this resonated with you today and inspires you to take a step towards achieving real success and experiencing your best life. You are absolutely worth it. Always remember that. If you got value today, please consider sharing this with another business owner on social media, by email, or even by directly texting this episode to a business owner you know who would appreciate it. You'll help extend our reach in supporting entrepreneurs everywhere to be successful in the ways that matter most to them. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast wherever you love to listen so that you can get notified when all new episodes are released. One last thing. If you're ready to step up and onto your pathway of change and want to dive a little deeper into the seven pillars of real success, go to my website at entrepreneurialfreedom.ca and you'll find a link to my post called The Seven Pillars of Real Success. I know it'll help. The website once again entrepreneurialfreedom.ca. We'll be back soon with episode nine, where I'll focus on pillar number five of my seven pillars of real success, longevity. So if vitality and adding life to your years is important, then what about adding years to your life? Until then, be healthy, be happy, and have a day full of real success.